Welcome to the Connect to Marriage podcast by Focus on the Family Singapore. What is the small stuff versus big stuff in marriage? How do we tell the difference? Welcome to the Connect to Marriage podcast by Focus on the Family. I'm Jo and I'm your host for this episode. Now, in each episode of the Connect to podcast, we'll be tackling questions that couples ask about marriage, communication, conflict, and so much more. We hope that you'll keep tuning in to learn with us as you grow closer, deeper, and stronger in your marriage. Now, our topic today is on not sweating the small stuff in marriage. What exactly is the small stuff? We are going to learn that from our guest today. I have here with me Wen Wei and his wife Bilan. And actually, we had Wen Wei and his daughter Karis on our other podcast, our Parent Ed podcast before, where they shared about um, a father's role in his daughter's worth. But today, we have the other significant woman in his life, the more significant woman in his life that made it all happen. And that's his wife Bilan. So welcome. I know both of you are actually quite educational. I mean, like you're in this whole business of transforming lives. One way is a consultant, and Bilan, you're in the education sector. I'm sure we've our listeners have a lot to learn from from you and how you've stayed happily married for all these years. Maybe you can share a little bit about how it all started, and and then we can jump straight in into the topic. Thank you, Joe, for having us here. We're really no marriage experts. Uh, just two people incredibly blessed. We married together for the last 25 years. We have three children, aged 19 to 23. So we're going to dive right in to small stuff. Sure. Right, small stuff are pretty just, I would say, annoyances. I would define it as that, that are part and parcel of living together in an intimate relationship mm. with an imperfect human being, that is us. And we are all different, we are wired differently, we have different habits, different personalities, different characters, mm. traits, mm. and different preferences, in fact. I'm house proud and I care a lot about appearances. Mm. So I get annoyed when things are left all over the floor, on a table, on the chair. When people come, it's an eyesore. Mm. So I like to just stuff things in the storeroom. But he gets annoyed with me for that because then he finds that he cannot find a pathway to the storeroom to get his stuff. As for him, I think he cares about maintenance of things. Mm. So he gets annoyed when he has to fix stuff. So this classic example is like phone cables. Okay. You know, we would just yank and pull off when we finish charging the phone. And then in the end, the cables just break and we run to him. And then he gets annoyed with us and we get annoyed with him for being annoyed with us over small <laughs> things. What's the big deal, right? Yeah, what's the big deal? <laughs> I can resonate with it. Yeah, I hate it. My husband leaves things on the floor. <laughs> and you know he's home because there's a trail from the door. <laughs> yeah. So is that what it looks like for husbands and wives or husbands perceive it? I don't know. I suppose in some ways I don't think too much about those things. And I was actually telling her that I was quite amused by the topic of how not to sweat the small stuff. Because mm. in some ways, I think it is actually quite important to sweat the small stuff. But so you don't get annoyed with the phone cable? <laughs> in the moment, I probably do, but it's never something that lingers around that becomes a big issue after that. It's okay. just when I see it, I say, why is it there again? It's actually ridiculously expensive to change one of these cables anyway. On the other hand, it's really not worth the relationship strain mm. to mm. go on about it. Maybe it's short-term memory. I don't remember these things once I don't see it anymore. So actually, if they didn't come to you to fix the, the phone cables... You wouldn't even be annoyed. Probably. There's a marriage tip. Fix your own phone case. 
<laughs> I hear that this thing about the small stuff that gets to us, almost like daily irritations, Sweet. minor irritations actually. Maybe if I can ask like, how do we, I mean you said uh, one way that if you don't let it get to you, hmm. is short-term memory like a deliberate thing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, no I, I actually, I, I think, I think uh, the small stuff are interesting in their own ways. I mean, like I, I've realized we've been married for 25, 26 years now. Mm. And of course, like in seasons of any marriage, there are high points, there are low points. Mm. And really at the high points when we feel that like we have a great relationship going, those small stuff don't matter. Mm. Whereas if there's a, a tension in our marriage, and we did go through a pretty rough time about eight, nine years ago, mm. Mm. these things really seem to push us more to the edge. And then those stuff start to become not just annoyances, mm. but actually points of conflict. Mm. So what I found interesting about the small stuff is that it's quite a barometer about the health of our relationship as well. That's what I mean when I think it's important to sweat the small stuff. Not over the thing, but what it's telling us about our relationship. Right, so it's almost like if we find ourselves getting easily annoyed or easily irritated, then that should inform us that maybe our marriage isn't in a very good state. Or there's some underlying unresolved issue. Mm. And perhaps it's just a symptom that tells us we need to be talking about something else. Maybe just for the sake of listeners, can you give us like an example? They're using the small stuff that is irritating us as a sign of a bigger underlying issue that we actually do need to address. I think nitpicking comes from a sense of wanting to control. And in those cases, I think we ought to be more overlookers than nitpickers. If I think back to, I said eight, nine years ago, when we had a bit more tension in our relationship, it was because work had a set of strains on me and her family, her parents weren't doing so well health-wise. Kids were much younger, so a lot more mm. demands. Mm. So I think the net result of all that meant that we had relatively less time for each other. And that showed up as very self-focused like, why aren't you paying more attention to me? And then she's thinking, why aren't I giving more attention to her? So when, when there's that kind of underlying thing, then the phone cables start to be the <laughs> trigger for those kind of maybe less pleasant words. True, true. I can resonate with that. It's almost yeah. like if you're already on edge, and it may not be because of the home front. It could be, as you mentioned, it could be work, stress from work but you just have little margin for error. <laughs> Less threshold to tolerate like any other bad behavior or things going wrong. Mm. So that's what you're saying, that then something that is small becomes big. The <laughs> proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back. And that's why I think in some way, those small stuff are indicative of that right. and should give some attention to that. Uh, I guess a good tip would be like, if we find ourselves being annoyed or having these little irritations that keep coming up, we should actually be asking ourselves what is it telling us about our relationship? That's certainly one. I was thinking about this topic when you first invited us and, and I think there's another thing that I realized that actually the small stuff and my reactions to that are also indicating something about myself and it's almost like a mirror. Mm -hmm. Again, like, I actually think that she's right. I'm the more fussy one in the relationship on how things should be kept and things like that. And I think she's actually more easygoing and uh, she made it sound worse just now. She's not like that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and she actually tell me about picking up socks and clothes and stuff like that. I tend to be the one to look at how things should be cared for, maintained, right. because I don't like to repair things. 
And I notice that sometimes I come home from work and I usually I do the dishes I hope she cooks. And there are some days maybe I just have an inflated sense of importance, self-importance that, you know, I'm dealing with CEOs at work. I'm helping them in terms of strategic planning and stuff like that. And then don't you know how busy I am, what I have to deal with? Why is it I always must wash the dishes? At other days, I come home and I enjoy the mundaneness of washing dishes because I'm dealing with all these things at work. I'm meeting with CEOs and and my mind just wants to go somewhere to rest. The small stuff has nothing to do with our relationship, but it's got a lot to do with what's happening inside me. And it's like a mirror that if today it bothers me, but yesterday it didn't, then it's not her. She's the same amazing person. It's me. And if I'm sweating the small stuff, then maybe it's me learning to acknowledge that and just asking, you know, I'm really tired. Could you help me do the dishes tonight? Mm-hmm. As opposed to, why do you automatically think it's me who must do the dishes? I mean, it's, it's a very different response. Mm-hmm. I guess human nature, when we feel offended, we think that it's the other person's fault. Versus when we get offended, we now look at ourselves, like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> it's a little bit counterintuitive, mm-hmm. but I, I get what you mean. And actually, it is true. If you learn to turn the focus around, to ask, like, is that what's wrong with that person and my wife or my spouse? Why is my spouse reacting or responding that way to actually ask, like, why am I responding that way? I was just curious because you are mentioning that you don't see her being annoyed by things that are (laughs) left messily around the house. I mean, is that really an act of not sweating the small stuff? Or, you know, sometimes as they say, right, you've lived with it for so long. You know, you can't change your spouse. Do you ever make it an issue? Should you ever make it an issue? Marriage is one of the most rewarding things in life. Yet, navigating marriage as newlyweds or an engaged couple can sometimes get overwhelming. Whether it's managing expectations of the in-laws, getting a good grasp of your family finances, or establishing good habits of communication and healthy conflict. Focus on the Family Singapore's Marriage Preparation Program aims to help you build a solid foundation in the early years and prepare you for the adventure of your life. Visit family.org.sg slash c2marriageprep for more information today. we look at the intention behind it. Okay, so for example, one of the things that I get annoyed is he leaves dumbbells on the floor after use. So when I am like in bad mood, when things are tough going and I'm cleaning the floor and I mm. kind of trip, so I get very annoyed and in my head I would be spiraling into negative thoughts oh so callous and that kind of things, right? So it doesn't do anything good to the relationship. But sometimes we can see another side and think that he's leaving the dumbbells on the floor means he's exercising and that's good. And so those are times I can overlook these petty annoyances, offences mm, mm. that we called. But again, that will depend very much on our own individual state of being almost. Correct. Yeah, if on that day we, we had a pretty good day, <laughs> uh, our tolerance levels higher. But if we already has, have had our patience worn out by other people outside of the home, then, you know, beware. <laughs> How would you actually advise couples to 
I mean, this takes a lot of, from the sounds of it, a lot of self-awareness and self-regulation. <laughs> Not so easy when, especially if we are already hard-pressed for time. And like you know, I do think many Singaporean couples, especially married couples, and especially if they have young kids, they already feel harassed. I mean, it's like a daily affair. Are there any practical tips that will help them to kind of be able to take themselves out of the situation or, you know, as we talked about earlier, when the annoyances or the irritation happens, they actually look at themselves instead of being quick to judge and blame the other person. One is the nature of my work. Because in a sense, I do work with other people to practice self-awareness. Mm. And that helps me reflect for myself first. The other thing I think also is been very blessed, very fortunate to have good mentors early in life. Mm. Uh, and one of the challenges that was presented to me was this. You know, I'm working with different people throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And to a degree, we put on our better behaviors with others. And yeah. we're putting effort to be professional, to be courteous, to demonstrate etiquette and all that. Mm. And some people say, a whole day long, I must be nice to people. When I go home, I just want to be myself. And that always struck me as terribly incongruent. Because what does that mean? You All day long, you go out, must be nice to people, go home, be yourself. It means yourself is not nice. Lah. So that early benchmark that my mentor placed before me was the effort I was willing to invest in others mm -hmm. defines the minimum I should be investing in our family relationships. Mm. It doesn't make sense that I'm trying so hard for others, but not the most significant people in my life. It's true. We often say that like our spouse sees the worst side of us, right? I hope it's the opposite. <laughs> Bilan, do you have any tips for maybe the wives? I think communication is very important when things happen and we try to um, sort it out. So for example, he Mumi tends to get a bit impatient sometimes when he drives, when somebody cuts in and you know, overtakes mm -hmm. or somebody's not following the rule. Many times I feel like, okay, I wouldn't let him drive next, I should take over the wheel kind of thing. <laughs> and we talk over about that, what helps and what does not help. What does not help is if I were to give platitudes like, better be safe than sorry, it's okay, we can give way, we're not in a hurry. And what doesn't help also is if I were to, all right, tell him off, like, uh, why are you so impatient, right, labelling right. and all. What helps is a soft approach, maybe to just place a hand on him and to communicate acceptance or understanding that he is annoyed with himself for reacting that way. So really to communicate what works in situations. When situations happen or even before they happen, we work out certain ways that we can react that is helpful for each other. That's so good. I think if every couple did that, we have fewer road accidents. I find this really helpful. It's a very uh, novel approach to look at this because I think sometimes people just say, you know, don't sweat the small stuff and like, ah, never mind lah. And of course, there's the danger that the small stuff that potentially could build up to a big heap gets swept under the carpet. And then before you know it, it's really a big issue, right? Yes. And explodes in your face, correct? And so I think this approach of when we are irritated or when we are annoyed by the seemingly small stuff, 
to immediately ask ourselves, I mean, take some introspection, self-reflection, honest self-reflection, yeah, but to actually ask ourselves, like, what's this thing about relationship? What's this thing about me? Even asking the question, what could help versus what doesn't help? I think that's really good. Wow, I seriously think that we could cut down on the number of road accidents. <laughs> if every couple practice this, can you imagine like we are calming our spouse down? It's okay. Versus adding fuel to fire, right? Yes. Okay, in each podcast, we actually address a frequently asked question that couples do have about marriage. And I do have a question today, and it's this. My husband often falls asleep without ensuring that his share of the household duties get done. And I find myself having to pick up the slack. I'm not sure if I'm making a mountain out of molehill, but on some days, I feel really tired and resentful. That sounds like it's addressed to the wife. I guess based on what we were talking about earlier and here, she is tired yet picking up his slack while he's tired and he's getting his nap. I wonder if it's, it's got to do with uh, patterns of life or habits mm. that we develop over living together and getting used to. And again, maybe I'm a little bit more fortunate in the nature of my work that uh, in some ways invites me to think about these things. I think that we have patterns of communication and so, some people have the pattern of being more, let's say, friendly, polite, encouraging, and they may get into arguments and tiffs and things like that, but mm -hmm. very quickly reset into the affirmation and encouragements again, because that is the predominant pattern of life. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. opposite is also true. Now, if we get used to nitpicking and if we get used to just pointing out the flaws in the other person and criticizing, we may have moments of being nice, but we revert back into the default of being critical again. I think sweating the small stuff is important. Mm. If the small stuff are about noticing when a person is not feeling so well, saying hi, good morning in the morning, uh, I'm, I'm going out now, a goodbye kiss, deliberate bumping into her as I'm walking past the kitchen table or something like that. And I think those little things over time create a habit that actually contributes to the larger well-being of the, of the relationship. And to that question about is it making a mountain out of a molehill, I suppose if it has been suppressed, swept under the carpet, uh, then it's about tolerating. And tolerating has a limit versus acceptance. And acceptance means I can take this and there's no end in sight. If we see marriage as a destination, then you know that's it. But marriage is a journey, like you say, you know, uh, we ought to be growing stronger, deeper, and um, closer together. And so if, if there is an intention to focus on a marriage, then we ought to be communicating over those questions or offenses. So I'm really glad that this lady is uh, very courageous to bring it up. Mm -hmm. And I hope she'll have that courageous conversation with her husband, um, mm -hmm. not in a way to target him or to attack him, but to really coming from a point of view that we want to work on our marriage. We want to grow closer together. We want to make this work so our marriage is not a functioning marriage only, but mm -hmm. a marriage of getting to grow and become one. <laughs> one of the things that we actually learned recently is when we have children, we're teaching them to be independent of us. But in marriage, it's the opposite. We grow to become closer and closer to be together, to be one. That's true because if you are so independent, you don't really need your spouse. True. I think the communication, I mean, just now when you gave the example of 
evaluating together with our spouse, like what helps. And so what, what help in this situation if husband is really so tired and falls asleep before he gets like his share of household chores done versus what will not help. <laughs> I really want to thank both of you for just sharing us a very different perspective of what it means to not sweat the small stuff. I want to take it up from where when where you introduce the idea of that we do need to sweat some small stuff <laughs> and we are going to actually talk a little bit more about that in part two of this podcast so uh, but before we get there now in each podcast we typically end off with a couple challenge for our listeners to do or share with each other so if you are listening to this with your spouse even if you're not listening to this with your spouse. Could you take five minutes at the end of this podcast um, to share with your spouse what irritates you or what are the little annoyances that you have in your life? And maybe uh, just stop there and then we'll come back in the next part two of the podcast. So do tune into part two uh, to figure out how we should pay attention to the small stuff. We want to just remind you that if you are looking out for more practical resources to grow your marriage, do visit our website at www.family.org.sg. We do have articles there. We have our upcoming marriage programs, so do check it out. And if you have not yet followed or subscribed to our Connect2 podcast, uh, we also ask that you do that and also share it with a friend who may benefit from it as well. So thank you for tuning in and until next time, take care of yourself and your spouse. Else.